Warning. This podcast may contain adult themes and inappropriate language not suitable for the kids. You've been warned. EFTM. Tech. Cars. Lifestyle. This is the EFTM Podcast with Trevor Long, Chris Bowen and Jeff Quattromani. Welcome to EFTM. Thank you for listening wherever you're listening. Thank you for downloading episode 13 of the EFTM podcast. We are live in Las Vegas. Trevor along with you, joined each and every week by Chris Bowen. How are you, buddy? Good, mate. How are you going? It's Look, great to be here. It's great to be alive. Great to be awake. Jeff Quattromani. Hello, everybody. About time we're back on the air. It is. We did uh, we did take a hiatus prior to the uh, the journey to CS, which we'll cover shortly. Yep. And we do the podcast thanks to the good people at LG. Uh, Huawei and Alcatel, uh, lots to get through on this show. I don't know, honestly, where we start. I think we should paint a picture first, though. We are broadcasting from an amazing position. We've got a complete, amazing panoramic view across the floor here, which mostly covers cars. We are at the Consumer Electronics Show, that's right. Yeah, in the North Hall, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. so the vantage point is fantastic. Jeff, what do you think? Mate, we're in, we're in a good place. Had a big week. Got a lot to talk about, though. Let's get into it. Okay, so we're in Las Vegas. We're here for the annual Consumer Electronics Show. It uh, doesn't matter what time of day, time of year you're listening to this. This show happens every year. It's a, it's a massive event on our calendar because we do tech, cars, and lifestyle, and those three things are everywhere here, mm. everywhere in Las Vegas for this uh, week. The Consumer Electronics Show covers those things. And, and we'll talk in a little while about some of our favorite things here, but, Bowen, you started off right. We're talking about where we are. Yeah. We are in, you know, the, the show is still underway. That's what, thus the background noise. Um, I don't know though. Geez, Vegas this year feels like something just completely different. It's been out of this world because of the rain. Yeah, um, like they had a, <laughs> yeah. the longest drought in history has been broken while we're here. Yeah. 116 days of no rain, and then torrential rain. There's been mudslides in California, which yeah. unfortunately have killed a number of people. They had like three millimeters of rain, and it brought the city to us. No, it was more. No, it was 12. It was 12. Yeah. So Vegas caught 12 mil, mil, and restaurants had to shut down. Yeah. Uh, we had a power outage here. Yeah. Like things got. Scary. I know. Um, they really need to work on their gutter systems, don't they? They, yeah. just, they cannot handle rain. You, don't, you just don't think you need gutters in the desert, yeah. basically. Well, why, why would you build a place um, with gutters when you're in the desert and well, 100, 116 days yeah. of, of drought normally? I yeah. mean, it's crazy. I think it's important we talk about the blackout. I mean, that was a huge drama. Well over oh. an hour, one of the halls here went completely dark. Three hours. Yep. Um, and one of the stands, Samsung, was down for four hours because mm. you can't. So when, and again, paint the picture, um, massive convention center hall, only one of many, mm. um, no power. Stands here, the booths that uh, you know, your LGs, your Samsungs, your Sony build are enormous. Yep. Um, and they are full of televisions, full of equipment, full of appliances. It's a tech show. Yep. And so when the power goes out, not only those things turn off, but then when you turn them back on, they all have to be synchronised. It just all yeah. has to be. So they had to they had to block people out of the Samsung stand for even an hour after the power came back on. Because everyone's looking for the remote. The power <laughs> no, comes back exactly on. Everyone right. goes, "Ah, oh, guys, where's the remotes for these TVs?" It was like, a, it was a little nerve wracking for a while. I mean, they had Homeland Security here, the police yeah. were yeah, here. Yeah. So obviously, you know, there's a heightened sense of alert. It could have been here. a drama. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Easy. But Easy. Uh, a little bit to, scary. Before we then drill into CES, because we'll talk about some of our favourite things here. Yeah. Let's 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 take the, let's take the audience through the journey here. Go uh, way back. Um, let's go all the way back to the start. Mm. Obviously, uh, the flight was wonderful. We yeah. uh, we spent a day in LA, about a day in LA. Yep. yep. Um, now we went out to Venice Beach and I don't know some famous road down there. 
that area just struck me as like in a in a in a West Sydney. Yeah, needs really? a lot of work. It in does a need a lot of work, Venice. Um, what? It just it stinks. Uh, it stinks. It's decrepit. It stinks. Uh, what are you talking about? It doesn't stink. It does yes, it stink. Does. What did it smell of? Urine. Urine. You th- oh, in in the alleys. Yeah. Yeah. No, and on the beach. Oh, I don't know. It reminded it? me. I mean, it, it would have been big during the early '90s when that computer game came out, California, California Games. California Games. Yeah. yeah. It's still no. hanging on and clinging on to that particular era. Well, a big time. And, yeah. and Grand Theft Auto is pretty much California. Yeah, so, that's so right. So Venice yeah. Beach is very obvious in Grand Theft Auto. And the muscle man display. I mean, it's how just, good is it? It's, no, I mean, it's put corny. Some walls it's horrible. Up, you idiots. Yeah. Fair income. Wait, how good is it though? They can work out outside near the beach. Go to a gym. It is a gym. But, but it's it is a gym. Up. No, why? What about it's opposite a supplement centre where you can get all your protein drinks? Oh, I'm and sure it's opposite some other things they buy as well. Yeah, well, that's true. I mean, yeah, some of them are definitely on steroids. Just an important one to note there, actually. Um, when we've arrived, yeah. it became recently legal in mm. California mm. to have consume whatever it is, marijuana. And grow. It's called marijuana. Cause yeah. Do you say consume? I've got I no idea. You inhale, anyway, you can it's completely legal yep. now, yep. which is which for us is like so weird mm. to even see stores. Like I've seen stores in Vegas... Where they sell weed. There's a, a store called New Leaf, as in turn over a new leaf. And Relief. And they advertise on these huge outdoor advertising boards all yeah. throughout the Vegas mm. Strip. It's a, a, a very unusual situation going on over it's here. bloody weird. Oh, I, Honestly. I don't think it has an impact on the average Joe. Oh, Honestly, no. Based on what I've seen, the average most of the average Joes are on it. <laughs> you reckon most average Joes here are... Yeah. There's some, the, I mean, there's people, the looking, there's people looking at the ceiling. There's people just wandering around. It's also a bit of just California, though, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose. It's kind of their nature. But, yeah, we're, look, we're, we're, we're in Nevada now. We're in Vegas now. Yeah. We don't, I didn't notice it in LA. No, but no. it's legal there as well, but they've taken it to a new level. You could here. smell it, though. There were some places where you get a bit of a whiff. Pretty no, much. just you, right, mate. And you can smoke it indoors. I mean, it's literally like a cigarette yeah, or yeah. drinking alcohol. I mean, yep. and they don't just sell it in the traditional form. There's lollies. Lollies as um, well. Not that we've been inside a store. We've just heard from a few people. No, yeah. It's incredible. Hard-working journos here who, in LA. Who in grows Vegas. it? I mean, the government's <laughs> obviously growing it. Well, this okay, then let's... We, we stopped at a little cafe yep. for breakfast on the way to Vegas. Yep. And, you know, it was just a... I mean, it wasn't like it was a regional town. It yep. was just on the outskirts of LA. Mm. It'd be like stopping at, I don't know, Lura. Campbelltown? Lura. Or Lura. Yeah, okay, so somewhere outside of Sydney. Which mm. stop was this one? The little the cafe diner, in the Jeff, morning, where the we had diner. the steak with oh, the white gravy. You yeah. are bad still, memory, boys. Yeah. yeah, I wonder why your memory's bad. Yeah. Yep. Um, what happens in Vegas stays on the vlog. Um, the, <laughs> the, the they had like the local newspaper. Yeah. Which, uh-huh, by the way, yeah. was weekly. It was like a hundred page weekly. It thing. was full of info. But yeah. the third page was an announcement. Yeah. Uh, and the announcement was that um, that the va- the mm. cannabis was legal yep. legal to grow yep. and they, yep. they had all the rules like if you live in a an apartment there's certain rules if you live in a yep. house multi-dwelling there's there's other rules yep. Yep. Oh, I mean it's staggering the rules that the, they're very specific so mm. there's about growing you have to it yep. has to be grown in a place that's locked off so you yep. can't just yep. grow it in an open front yard it has to be in the, in the veggie backyard patch. locked off it has to yeah. be you know, in a, and in you a can't, greenhouse you can't grow up like too much no. you have like six, six plants. plants I think was yeah, the otherwise you become seems like, like a, a lot for an individual I know I know. Well, I don't, I don't so, know. So, I mean, the, so the government's obviously growing these under controlled circumstances. Which is a good thing. The cartels are going to have to cash in at some point, aren't they? I mean, they are going to do go. Do cartels really deal in, in weed? Oh, they do big time, yeah. Probably. It comes okay. across the border from Mexico. It's a huge market. In fact, it's one of their biggest markets. And don't ask me how I know that, but I do. Isn't that the point of actually legalising it? Is so that it becomes a quality product yeah, but that I'll, is actually safe for I agree, consume? but I, I feel the cartels, given how powerful they are and dominant, they're going to try and work their way into this system. Take over stores. Go and get an ABN. Yeah. Anyway, it's, it's a very <laughs> it's strange place to be. So it's 
another drug. Yeah. Coffee. Yeah. Is oh. always a point of contention with you lot. I don't Massive drink coffee, problems. right? But yep. whenever we come to America, especially the Stig who who loves his coffee, yep. yeah. Like it's just you can't just stop for a coffee. And I, like even I, if I did drink coffee, I wouldn't drink that stuff that sits in a in a in a jug. Yeah. Just times. bubbling away all day. Yep. So how do you judge a coffee shop? when you're walking around a place like LA. That's the gamble, right? Is you, um, when we're in LA, we went to a coffee shop and it looks good. Mm. It looks modern-ish and you walk in and you try your best. Generally look at the menu yeah. because if they have, say, a macchiato on the menu, that's probably a good sign that they understand what other coffee types there are besides black. True. And you go, well, that's a good thing. Yeah. And then uh, okay. and, we just, and then you roll the dice. Mm. You roll the dice, you spend your four bucks, you get your coffee. It's four US dollars for mm. a macchiato. Four. Four. We paid four so at that be place in Venice. 50 or something Australian. Anyway, yeah. and um, and do your best. And it was good. We had good coffee in LA. I had a cold brew, which is nice. Yeah, it's you're like a bit a, of a cold It's like an iced coffee, but it's all black with ice. Yeah, it's No odd. cream Just quietly. Like it's just as hard to find a good milkshake. No, so, it's not. Oh, yes. you found one at the Rubbish. Cheesecake Factory, yeah, didn't you? Yeah, but you go to... The problem with Americans is they go excessive on everything. You yeah. order a milkshake at McDonald's, yeah. and I've done this for five years, because the first time I did it, I went, that's disgusting. Mm. Right. They put cream on top. Oh, yeah, and a raspberry oh, or something. What are you doing? Just I just wanted a milkshake, not a milkshake, ice cream, creamy... Sunday. Oh, seriously, what are yeah. you doing? Speaking of fast food outlets, we did have a funny encounter in California City, which is uh, a little town, well, it's a big town. It was supposed to be a big town just outside oh, of California. Yes. Uh, originally, so this town it's basically was built like SimCity back in the, the 60s or the 50s. 1958, a bloke bought like 80,000 yeah. hectares or whatever it is. The and intention went, was to be the next Las Vegas or California even. And yeah. planned it out. Like all the streets are planned out. Yeah. They, were, they were originally planned out in dirt and then they built, in, you know, they bitched and paved a, a bunch of them. Yep. Uh, you know, Central Park, a yep. lake, a golf course. Yep. And the whole idea was to make this the, the second biggest city in California. Yeah. And now it's just, I mean, it's a city. There's it's people there, but it's... There's roads, there's dual carriageways through this tiny yeah. town. It was the first time I'd heard of it when we when we pulled in. I was like, what, are you serious? Yeah. This is a full town. And you look at it on Google Maps. Mm. It's a full grid system. Yeah. It's beautifully designed. And, and then switch to satellite view and realize it's fuck all buildings there. There's no one there. I mean... It's, it's like they want to build Canberra. Yeah, you know, but I actually inland. really love the SimCity analogy because yep. when you when you, you yeah. when you not unlimited money mode in SimCity, mm. you, you start off, you build a big dual carriageway yep. down the middle, and then dual carriageway cross, and then you build your city. Yep. When you don't have much money, you build a single lane, and then and then, yeah. right. then you got to oh, knock mm. down the buildings and build them again. Yep. But this thing's mm. like the infrastructure is crazy. Yeah. All the infrastructure's there. It's just maybe a few. It's houses. all there. They even had an artificial lake, but they did have a Macca's. Yes, Which and uh, why would Maccas think that's a good idea? We ordered idea? coffee there, and uh, the Stig ordered a, a coffee himself, and it's a big gamble. <sighs> it was a strange situation because uh, when the the young lass uh, who was a local, yeah, or a yokel, well, they're all they're all inbred out there, aren't they? She, <laughs> she, um, she Chef looked, She sprinkled the chocolate on top and said to the Stig, "Look at this, I've made a turtle." That's right. That's I made right. a turtle. She that's thought what I forgot about she that. She thought it looked like a turtle. The sprinkle of coffee. And we've seen some it, very sophisticated um, systems here that yeah, recreate your face. Yeah. In terms of the sprinkling of the coffee, I don't yeah. know how that works. Oh, the, the, that Macca's was something extraordinary. It was I mean, the lowest place I've ever. The been best to. part was <laughs> that uh, I think Stig paid. You know, gave him the ten bucks and was waiting for five bucks change. He was standing there for like yeah, ten they, minutes. They forgot. She forgot. And she she forgot. forgot to give the change. And then when when he when he was prompted to just go over and ask, mate, yeah. he walked over and she said, "Sorry, can I help you?" And he said, "I'm just waiting for five dollars change." She wasn't the same person <laughs> that served him. She just opened the till and gave him five dollars. <laughs> we should have gone. We should all have gone, gone back in a greenback. Just yeah. waiting for a hundred bucks. Just waiting for a hundred. Yeah, just waiting for the change of the hundred. Thanks. I mean, it's crazy. I but I, I, th- I thought that city was interesting to drive through. It's the middle of nowhere. You would never, never normally yeah, drive no, through there. Great. But yeah. we drove. So the, what, what we do uh, each year when we do this is we, we land in LA, we rent a car. Now, mm. 
before we talk about Wasn't the drive, that a drama? We have to talk about the car. So there's six of us yep. that landed and a lot of bags. I think I had five bags yep. um, with all this all gear shoes. stuff. Yep. Yeah, 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 my shoes. Yeah, I've got two <laughs> pairs um, in my life. Um, and, and we got in the car and, the, and the, the high car company we chose actually pick you up at the airport. This was cool. It paid yeah. for an extra service. Yep. But, and the fun thing is they pick you up in the car that you're renting. And I didn't realize that at first, but then mm. we got in the car. A, we've got an extra person because there's a driver. Yep. Yeah. There's seven of us plus a million bags. And yep. we're, we're driving to the high car place with bags on our laps and everything. Yep. And we're going, <laughs> we need we need a bigger car. Jeff's going, oh, this will be fine. Oh, Mate, I thought it'd be fine. We're literally smothered by luggage. 10 hours in the car. You're kidding, you idiot. Yeah. So we go in and I say, listen, I'm going to need a bigger oh, this car. This is a Yukon. This is a huge yeah. SUV. It's the biggest SUV they have pretty much. That's right. Yeah. It's an yeah. eight-seater. Yeah. And, and there's there's room with, behind the eight seats yeah. for, for luggage. Correct. Like Absolutely. You'd fit, you'd fit five, six big bags in there. Mm. Yeah, easy. Well, unfortunately, we had 13. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and so we get to the hire car joint, right? And mm. we go, oh, sorry, I need a bigger car. Yeah. And they go, we'll come for a walk. And we went for a walk. And remember, walk, we're walking through a big warehouse full of cars. Yeah. And then there was like a second part to the warehouse. Yeah. And we turned around the corner <laughs> and there was three vans, yeah. which Jeff described as like used in bank robberies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there was other words used too. Yeah. I'm what were they? Chevrolet Expresses, I think they were called. Chevy Express, yeah. yeah. And it was, do you know what? It was, I was reluctant at first, but they look pretty cool, but they, they're not a, you know, modern Yukon you know, <laughs> They look like something from the early 90s, but they're it actually 2017 <laughs> models. Yeah, they hadn't been updated. It looked ancient, and the bloke's like, no, no, 2017 model. Yeah. It was like, okay. It's got four Ks on it. But so it was, like, for me, the most fun opportunity we had. It was the most yeah. practical thing. And we do think a little bit about content, so we go, this will be a fun drive. We yeah. get in, we light it up, we pay for it, whatever. We drive out and we go to the, the hotel. We're staying in LA one night and we can't park the thing. <laughs> you can't big. fucking park anywhere because it it's too big. It was, like restriction. it was seven foot two. There's no there's no parking on the street around there. No. Not, I wouldn't want to leave it on the street anyway. There's a the, the parking garage for, for the tall cars mm. couldn't fit it. So we're driving around going, we're going to take this back. Yeah. So we go back and I, I, I walk into the, the lady at the, the rental car company. I say, listen. I need to take this car back. And she goes, was there a problem? Well, it's too tall. Yeah. Can we have the original car plus <laughs> another one? Yeah. So we've now got two cars, which has been somewhat convenient, I've got oh, to say. Oh, it's been great, yeah. yeah. It would have been a cars. terrible drive, that car, too. A so lack of safety features. Didn't even have headrests. That's okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Until, I was excited. Until oh, you really? hit something. Anyway, so we ended up with a Merc, an a, a CLA. A CLA, yeah, which is a little and swooping coupe almost yeah. style, but it's a four-door, which is great. Which goes okay. It's okay if there's only two people in it. And the, and the Yukon, which is a massive beast. So we hit the road. We, we had a good time in LA. We drove through some places. So I wanted to go up. We normally drive across uh, the, the standard highway through the um, I-16 Baker and, yeah. and Barstow and those places. Mm. Uh, the, the, the standard road, five-hour drive from uh, LA to Vegas. We went what on Google Maps is a, a seven-hour drive, yep. seven and a half. Took us probably ten because we stopped yep. pretty much everywhere. Felt every minute of it. Um, I mean, I can't even remember. It's it's so long ago now. I yeah. can't remember where we stopped, but. There was a couple of things along the way, which unfortunately not really good on the road, but from the satellite, and if you've got a drone, it's amazing. There's two massive proving grounds out there. Yeah, yeah. Hyundai. Hyundai Honda and, and Honda. Honda. Yeah. 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 It's staggering to think how big those facilities are yeah. because it's just so much open space in California. All the space they want, really, is just do anything. I, I just feel like we don't have, uh, this is going to sound crazy, we feel like we don't have that much open space. Like everywhere we go, there's there's something else. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like when you drive oh, in, in the yeah. in the country, there's yeah. it's all farms yeah. and things. I didn't get that sense. I think really in, you in, put it well. Trouble. I think like you know three hours at, uh, three hours out of Los Angeles, you can be in the desert and feel very remote. Mm. In Australia, I mean, you have to drive for at least six or seven hours yeah. before you even get to the border of the outback. You know, like when we drive That's up to Combone or something yeah. out past Dubbo, yeah, you, there's still there's, I, feel, I just feel like there's still regimented areas, even yeah. if they're a kilometre of farm, it's That's still right. yeah. it's still a, a really? farm. Yeah. yeah. But they're not I don't know, like Northern Territory, 
mate, you're done. But that's what we're saying. Yeah. That's the <laughs> that, middle that's of the fucking point. nowhere, mate. But that's yeah. what I'm telling you. We've got plenty of land. If we want to do a proving ground in Australia, no problem. We've got proving ground yeah, in Australia. The problem is getting there. there. How do they get there? They drive. Quickly. No. Well, how do, you, how do you get anywhere? How did we get to the proving grounds that we went to? Anyway, there's lots of interesting things. We dropped Hello. in at a few space um, proving grounds. Oh, not proving grounds, but airports. Museum. Yeah, yeah. Uh, SpaceX, I think, uses one of the facilities in the uh, oh, no, the, Maha- the Mojave uh, Spaceport, which yeah. is uh, in Mojave, yeah. um, is, a, is a crazy joint. There's a, there's a few... Um, space companies yep. there. I think Branson's got a got a, a shed there. It's not yeah, their Richard it's not their it's yeah. not their main uh, space deployment area. Deployment. Launch pad. Just launch pad. Whatever. Launch pad. But there is also not a launch pad. The fucking airport. Yeah. Did um, they have an airport there? It, <laughs> did they? Mate. The, the, did you see the there were retired seven four sevens? Yeah, and it, but it's not there. an airport. It's a graveyard. It's a graveyard. It's a last stop. No, no, no. I wouldn't last call it an airport. I don't, I don't go on, on, I don't know, Expedia and book flights out of Mojave. <laughs> like, I, it's I not think, an airport. I think you probably could. No, you can't. Very small regional flight. I don't think you could. Yeah, there are private operators. Look it up. Well, maybe flying doctors use it. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> a fucking airport, though, Would they have it? flying doctors here? That's an airport. Not really. Anyway. Mojave was quite cool, but before we got to Mojave, we mm. took a turn at um, the Lockheed Martin yep. uh, factory or whatever it is. At Palmdale. Palmdale. Yeah. Two SR-71s sitting out the front. Spy planes. Uh, the NASA um, 747-100 SR it was. That was stunning. Yeah. Like, that was, for me, mm. a real highlight of that road trip. And we that didn't was know they were coming. Well, like we did, well, I didn't know they existed. Yeah, like exactly. The, the just so they're just on Amazing. display in the middle of nowhere. Just sitting there. Yeah, it was incredible. I mean, you couldn't touch them. They were fenced off, but um, yeah. that was pretty damn cool. What would you do if you could touch them? Just rub them? What, what do you I would love to touch one. Well, mate, you, the SR-71s uh, were in a museum. You could go in there if it was open. We just were there very early. Ah, uh, right. I thought it was just on display behind uh, fences. No, it was about uh, so you could 7 a.m. when we swung yeah. by. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd go back to touch it. There was a plane we managed to park under... What about that? The actual wing of it. That I don't know what best. sort of plane it was. Oh, it wasn't it was a like Boeing a, or an Airbus. It was a retired uh, it was a, plane it was a from years yeah. ago. But it would have been the equivalent of like a, I don't know, an A, A three twenty or something like that. Mm. Yeah, we parked under it, under the wing. Well, it was in the Yukon. Exactly. It was exactly photo. as if we were the president driving our motorcade under the plane wing and about to board. It was awesome. No, well, I wasn't no any. Like once, that. once we left the kind of, uh, I guess the the proving ground area, the yeah. planes and that kind of thing. Oh, by the way, mm. solar and wind. Mm. In California, big. got that they, sorted. They don't fuck around. They do it well. Like you drive down the Hume Highway yep. past Gunning, and there's like thirty, maybe a couple of wings. Yep. In California, there's three hundred in that same space. Like yeah. they are all together. They're in a valley, yep. and then the the solar farms are enormous, yeah. massive. I you, mean, they're not mucking around. No. And I'm not, I don't think I think we can speak for us all. We're not greenies. We're not looking for you know renewable energy targets but, and shit like that. But I'm not driving a Yukon. Like good on them yeah. for taking the space and going. Well, let's fucking make something of it. I got to say, yeah, they're actually making good use of having a desert. In Australia, we could probably do the same thing. We have plenty of land, as we've been talking about. Yep. Why not make I don't know a hundred hectares of solar? Why not? I don't know. Just cover the whole desert. Or just go nuclear, in my opinion. So uh, after after this, I, I agree, nuclear, 100%. Yep. Um, after the, the planes and the solar and stuff, can we talk about Boraxville? Borax. Yeah. So this is interesting. What was that place called? It started with T. It was Tr- some Truno. Shit. Truno. Truno. TR. TR yeah. something. I think Truno. Or something. I, think it was, yeah, I think you're right. Truno. Mm. Um, an absolute dump. 
I mean, that city is horrible. Not a city. And they're, they're all a little bit kooky. Mm. We walked into the survey there. That's amazing. Walked oh, in the survey, was Trish filling up some petrol. Yeah. And uh, and the guy, this Mexican fellow, he's like, come to the back, come to the back. We go to the back. He goes, come see what, what, what my life was cooking. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> why? I missed out So we walk this. into this back room and she's there making tortillas and yeah, all this stuff. Just and, into it. And, and he's trying to sell it to us. Yeah. We're like, I'm good. Thanks, but I don't want to eat your wife's home cooking out of Boraxville. And then Trevor decided to buy a lot of her ticket. And it, didn't it win. came to a written agreement with him that we'd give him some money <laughs> yeah, he, if he, we won. He, he, he and I agreed that if I won, yeah. I'd give him a million dollars in cash in a suitcase, <laughs> in a briefcase. <laughs> yeah, you said you'd come back. It was a $570 million jackpot, which one person won. Yeah. I know. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. It ended up being 591. Oh, they were not from It really annoys no. me. But, yeah, but Boraxville's reason, amazing, isn't it? The reason it? it's called Boraxville to yeah. us is because the, it's... Oh, I looked at it on a map. I remember looking at the journey and thinking, what is that there? Yeah. And there's all these salt plains and things. Yep. Now, they don't, they're not a salt factory. It's a borax factory. Mm. Now, I, I'm, not, I'm not massively aware of borax. We use borax to mix it with honey and kill ants. Mm. And I've used it before to make slime for the kids. Like, it's a right. very simple ingredient, but it's poisonous as well. Um, You've made your own slime? Yeah. Wow. Why? No. It's, what? What do you do with it? You know that slime the kids buy. And one day you'll have fucking kids and you'll go, oh, this is interesting. But what do you do It's with good it? for one day. It ends up getting covered in I, I know what slime is, but what do you do you with it? You put your fingers in it. You go, this is amazing. You yeah, fold you, it around. You muck you, around with it. You play with it. It's, it's remarkable. What do you do with Play-Doh? Well, you got a blackout? Like, what do you do with TV. Play-Doh? It's very similar to Play-Doh. But Play-Doh, you can actually make things. Slime, you just poke it, don't you? It just bounces back. Like yeah, Play-Doh is very malleable. Is that the word? Malleable. That's a good word, Jim. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, that's all right. I've been I'd say pliable. Pliable? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I, w- I mean, I've not researched it, but I can't imagine there's a need for another borax factory on the planet. There's no way. There's a lot of borax. And there was an excessive chemical smell, too, in the air, which turned me right off borax. I think it's dangerous. And I think it's the next uh, movie that Erin Brockovich may well get involved in. Wow. Yeah. Erin Brockovich. Um, yeah. It's, it's that movie where she discovered that uh, there was a bit he of... Re- hang on. He's... <laughs> It's Julia Roberts. I hate this. Julia stuff. Roberts. Hang on, stop. No, 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 before you before you do. No, no. Okay, no, no. You know what? I said that to you twice on the day and I got no reaction. Now do, I know why. Do you not know yep. who Erin Brockovich is? Nope. Fuck. She's a famous lawyer who discovered a town that was being poisoned by uh, local industry right. and took out a class action. She's actually a real person. Was it based out of this Borexville? No, it wasn't, but I'm saying she should apply her talents to this it area. Because it was the mo- one of the most successful movies. Yeah. Julia Roberts. Oh, right. So and, it wasn't. And Aaron Brockovich is now like a celebrity lawyer. Um, oh, this is a real person. It's a real person. And it's not Julia Roberts, though. <sighs> wow. Oh, man. Trev, let's Honestly. move on. Can we move on? Yeah. Is that okay? EFTN. You're listening to the EFTN podcast. EFTN. And we do it all thanks to good people at LG. Jeff, those OLEDs. Uh, they've stepped them up a level this year. Yeah. More, better brightness and a, a new image processor. But. It's funny, isn't it? OLED is still the number one game in town. It you is. can't beat it. Um, yep. The blacks are blacker. The contrast between the blacks and the colours are amazing. Mm. And, you know, you look at every single TV here at CES, and even the best of other companies' best, there's just something lacking that OLED has. And that's right. why LG make their OLED TV, and, the, and the, they have the biggest market share in OLED in, in Australia. And they've made them smarter this year as well. Yeah, so, so the, the new models. The, the new models have got uh, uh, ThinQ uh, artificial intelligence built in with links up with uh, Google Home. Now, those will come out later in the year, but right now, I mean, I don't think there's probably... I've got to say, I don't reckon there's a better time to buy an LG OLED than right now because the same. you've just had the Boxy Day sales. Now you come into 2018, the 
don't know how it all works, but behind the scenes, I'm assuming they're doing stock takes and things. Mm. Yep. And there's deals being done to go right. We got to we got to clear the 2017 stock. Yep. And you buy a 2017 OLED, and you've got yourself an Very unbelievable TV. television. I mean, I know that they're already around the two and a half grand mark yep. in store. So uh, really good buy. All right, check it out. Uh, all thanks to our good folks at LG OLED. This is the EFTM podcast. EFTM. Over to you, Jeff. All right, so. That's the pointy. We are at CES. It's been a pretty big week. We've literally done a million steps each each day, running around the joint. And, I'm uh, averaging 16,000. Averaging 16? Yeah. Yeah, I'm probably doing about the same, yep. if not more. Oh, I'd be doing that today, though. But, um, and, and your feet hurt, everything's sore, but we've seen some amazing things. Yeah. Bowen, you've been doing the motoring stuff, sure, doing a bit of TV, yep. keeping busy. Mm. What's the best thing you've seen at CES? Well, Nissan have got this amazing <coughs> technology which they're harnessing and intend to utilise into the future called brain-to-vehicle technology. Right. So they've got this simulator here where they strap a headset to your brain which reads your brain waves um, through a series of sensors and it anticipates basically what you're going to do in a car before you even know you're going to do it. So if you're going to turn left or right or apply the brake, it can sense if you're feeling uncomfortable, so it'll adjust the air conditioning, it will adjust the lumbar support, the seat position. So what they're doing is using this to integrate it with the very you know, intelligent autonomous technology which is coming in the future, which right. is mainly based around artificial intelligence. So they're putting the human element back into this autonomy, you know, yeah. uh, and we were world talking, that we're entering into. We were talking about this uh, over a couple of beers at dinner the other day. Yeah. And um, you have to wear a headset. Yeah, at, at this point. At this point. Mm. Where else can it go? And I said it should be built into the seat. Yeah. Because it's a place where you'll be. Yeah. And you don't have to put anything on. Yeah. But then apparently it works with your heart rate. It has to come off your brain. Your brain. It's and entirely relying on your brain. And that doesn't really work if you're yeah. sitting on it. Yeah, no, that's right. There's no connection yeah. to your yeah. brain. I know you talk. That was your idea, though. That your was idea. My idea. Jeff's idea was based in the for, seat for the brain it's, control it's, was to put it in the seat so you don't have to wear a headset. It's, called, it's called brain to vehicle technology, yes. not bum to vehicle technology. Oh, unless as if, as if they can't channel it, there is a big chance your brain is in your ass though. You talk right. out of it, people. <laughs> a lot. Good one. Or the steering wheel. Yeah. Because you've got to hold... I know, autonomous probably don't. So yeah, it's only the seat. Look, I'm sure the headset that the person's wearing right now will evolve. It might, someone says sunglasses. It might be embedded into your sunglasses. Nah. Um, oh, I, you I, wear a hat. I was looking at Bowen, and hat. you know when you wear because you wear glasses yep. all day. Yeah, I do. And you know you Can't take them off. You've got that. You got the mark beside your ear. You know yeah. you kind of you kind of know that they're pushing on your yep. head. So why not? What a better place to put yep. the sensors yep. than right next to your next to your ears? Absolutely. There. Yeah. Apparently. So what this don't you think? this is coming. They are dead set committed to you know implementing this technology over the years. It's going to take a long time to refine. Well, I, don't, I don't want anything reading my brain. Especially while I'm driving. I oh, know. How would the car react to reading Jeff's brain? I mean, oh, really? Well, it, it, it wouldn't help at all. It'd, it'd be in be a state a, of flux. It'd be a beep. <laughs> just flatline. Yeah, flatline. It'd report back going, yeah. we're done. No, it'd just report back going, I'm on my own here. The car's <laughs> on its own. I've got to drive this, this numbskull yeah. around. Hello, everybody. Bowen gets in and it's like, okay, I'm going to go there. I'm going to go there. Yeah. I'm going to go do this. Jeff yeah. gets in and he goes, all oh, right, so you want me to drive on my own? Okay, cheers. <laughs> like, what do you want me to do? Yeah, the car's like, geez, thanks for some Supposed to be autonomous, buddy. But it's pretty amazing stuff, I've got to say. Um, so that was your favourite thing? Well, it's the most, um, I've got to say, in terms of CES and cars, it's plateaued a little bit this year. Yeah. I mean, it's all about electric vehicles and autonomous driving, which was last year. Have you yes. have you looked at what others have, have looked at and written? Because I haven't, we've been looking at the tech media, but I haven't noticed a lot of the, because there's other motoring journeys here. There's no real highlights. Australia's right? motoring experts yeah. with EFTM, obviously, but yeah, yeah. I, I don't know where, I, yeah, I just felt like uh, Josh Dowling from News Limited wrote a, a piece saying that kind of, this was... The cars have changed forever now and stuff like that. Oh, but right. I haven't seen much about 
just just what was going on here. Yeah, I mean, they don't debut cars here. No, right, so it's all about technology. Mercedes, for example, yeah. are implementing a new infotainment system to replace command, which is crap. It's a terrible system. It's good they're updating it. They are updating it. it you know, it, it's also using artificial intelligence and 3D graphics and all sorts of different layers of technology. Fancy. Well, It'll debut on the A-Class in about three months. But apart from that, I mean, there's lots of concepts here, yeah, lots of visionary say. sort of ideas. But before we move on to tech, which, which we'll cover, that Corvette. Thank you. Well, that's behind you. That, well, well, we gave an award. Bloody ripper idea, yeah. that's what we gave it. So this yeah. is a Corvette, it's um, a stock standard Corvette, the C7. Hardly. Um, they've ripped out the V8 yeah. and have put in five batteries and, and turned into the fastest legal street EV car in the world. Yeah. Um, it, it's like 800 horsepower, which is around, it's, it's close to 900 kilowatts, I think. The problem is with yeah. it, if you take it for a solid fang on a racetrack, it's good for 20 minutes. And is then that what you need to charge it. So it's like a Veyron. Yeah. Basically, that's a very good analogy. $750,000 US. Sold out. They've only made 75 of them. I did not know the price. Yeah, Yeah. almost sold out. And the funny part is they've spread the uh, batteries all over the car because it's not like they've just put it where the engine was. Well, I was going to say the the weight balance is is completely correct. 50-50. No, it's, 50, no, it's, 50, now, it's now actually 50-50. Yeah, right. Yeah, but so. No, but I t- by taking the engine out, the weight balance is... Oh, of course, right. yeah, so exactly. I'd be amazed. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing how they've done that. And, and it's a manual. It's a seven-speed manual. How they, does that work? Well, they say you cannot use the first three Hang gears. On, how's there a gearbox? That's what, that's what I wanted to know. Well, it's amazing how they've done it. I mean, how there's, is there a, there's a lot of technology motor. involved in making the manual work, know. but you cannot use the first three gears. I don't so understand. Effectively, it's redundant. So it's like, I don't know. I don't know how you can have a gearbox on electric car. Corvette haven't endorsed this project. So, of course. Uh, this is their second version of it. There was a, a one that they made a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, so they've just done their best. It's a company called Genovation. There's a yep. story on EFTM which you can read all about it. Anyway, look, I, I know a lot about motoring. Motoring expert Chris Bowens. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well done. Motoring expert Chris no, Bowens. Good, good week, buddy. Current affairs. We'll we'll it's been a great week, hasn't we'll, it? We'll talk about that at the end. Yep. Um, the uh, I, I can't I can't narrow it down to one thing. I need yep. to talk about three. So okay. Uh, a couple of products and then a theme. Uh, let's go crazy first. And when I first saw this product on Sunday night, I thought it looked ridiculous. Mm. It was crazy. But the more I looked at it, I thought it was interesting and had some merit. But I'm not sure it can be implemented. It's the hip airbag. Oh, um, that was hilarious. You know, the, the idea of a belt that contains a CO2 cylinder that is deployed and, and it, you know kind of explodes uh, the air into bags that inflate around your hips yeah. on motion so the idea is for an elderly person yeah. to wear this this belt and if they slip or fall it will deploy the airbags within 200 milliseconds and I've watched three or four videos and I watch people falling in, in real life in front of me um, and before you get to 45 degrees the, the airbags pops. are deployed the idea here is that Hip injuries are a massive problem for the elderly. Yep. And it's not just like if, if I break my leg, it's a fucking massive inconvenience. Mm. Of if I break my hip, it could be 12 months of mm. recovery. Yeah, if true. you're 80 and you break your hip, it, it, it can be fatal. Okay, that, that's die, a mate. fucking yeah. big call, mate. But well, it, 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 can, it can be disastrous, yeah. right? Yeah. So I, I just think that anything they're doing in that area is mm. unbelievable mm. and should be kind of supported in some way. At what point do you say, I'm too old, it's time to wear a... Well, that, that is exactly what I was about to say. Yeah. How do you convince your loved one who's in their 90s or 80s yeah. to apply this to themselves? I well, mean, because they're often, they've lived a long time. They, they, yeah. they can't be told. No, it's true. And it'll be an insult. I know. It'd be, it'd be like telling them that they can't drive anymore. Yeah, that that uh, same insult that's a very good would point. be like, you now need to start wearing a hip airbag. Yeah. They'll go, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, love. And what hours of the day? Like, so all day wear it. As soon as you get up, you just no, put it on. So I, I, and I thought about that as well. I, I look at it as being a, a kind of an aged care solution, right? Yeah. Yep. 
I agree. Hard to tell, you know, your your elderly grandmother or mother who's in at home yep. with her, you know, sprightly husband who's still just happens to be fitter at that age or yep. whatever, right? Or the other way around. Um, or the it's other usually way the other way around. <laughs> but you know, if they're in an aged care facility, and I look, I remember my nana in the last couple of years, she was in a, an aged care facility, yep. and you know, she's pretty much sitting in a room mm. all day, and then they they'd walk her or wheel her yep. up to the up to have so, dinner and stuff. Yeah, right. I just think that if there's, and a lot of the time they wheel them because mm. they they can't risk walking exactly. Them, right. Yeah. So if there's a way of keeping them mobile, mm. oh, I don't know. That's got to have health benefits if they're walking more. Mm. No, look, to be sure, I mean, there's, if there's some form of dementia involved. 100%. Um, they haven't got their faculties anymore. I yeah. mean, it's a great safety net. You know, yeah. it, it really is. So that, that's one of those. I mean, the there's a lot of stupid things here, but that was that kind of stupid but interesting product. Yeah, for I needed me. one last night. The the product that stood out for me, which which really I was aware of from a pre-briefing <laughs> a long time ago, but you know, it wasn't until I physically saw the device yesterday that I went, "Oh my God!" Yeah. Is the Dell XPS 13? Wow. Now it's we gave. I, I insisted we give it our best of the best award mm. because. Yeah. With the awards, let's let's just you know inside the the cave. It's kind of it's hard to pick these things because you're here yeah. in the room. It's not like got all year to think about it with our other award, other award, other award. I mean fridges and this and that. But in the end, the XPS 13 is uh, is an unbelievable device. It is yeah. super thin. It's made from like a carbon weave. Um, and but the thing is like there's there's different versions. There's a white one, a black one, and it's not painted. It's not coloured. No, the no, carbon no. weave is that colour. It's thin. It's powerful. And here's what they've done. You're both looking at laptops right now. Yep. Around the edge of the screen is a, is a bezel, you know, the area around between the screen and the actual edge of the unit. That's yep. right. On the Dell XPS 13 and, and the 15, th- there's a 4mm bezel at top, left, and right. Yes. And and it's it's quite a strange look. You go, wow, that looks amazing. Mm. And it took me five minutes to work out why it looks so good. Yep. Firstly, really narrow bezel. But secondly, no camera, right? Because that at camera top. at the top, right. it takes okay. up space. Yeah. So the screen is always coming to the top. The camera is down the bottom. I don't oh, like that okay. spot for the camera. Right? I don't like that. Why? Because it's still can't be Does nose. it shoot oh, upwards? Yeah. Well, it is though. Anyone who's doing a Skype call yeah. would know that if that camera is that low, it's going to be looking right up you and yeah. it's going to have the double chin showing. Oh, yeah. People like yourself. That's why people take your selfies up hair. high. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mate, because of the, it, just sit yeah. your laptop up higher. Whatever. But honestly, I agree with you. In a work environment, a laptop is sitting up high anyway. You know, because the, wow. the screen should be at eye level. Really? Right. So it's still, absolutely. Ergo Trev. Mate, OHS. Ergo Trev. Ergo Trev. There's a great so ergonomic I, I was at the press here. conference for this this yep. laptop. Yeah. And they even have wrapped the internal components with Gore-Tex. Really? You know, Gore-Tex? Yeah, you know. George Costanza yeah, stuff. Yeah, mm. because it actually keeps the heat away or something. Like, it actually keeps the components cooler. Wow. It's a genius design. They've made it so damn thin. Mm. It For me, I, I, when I wrote up the story, I was thinking, this is the best alternative to a Mac that I've seen 100% ever mm. yeah. I mean it's, I know it's a big call but I'm not crazy about Windows laptops but this one really caught my eye it's just gorgeous so the last thing I'll say then is the theme no doubt the theme here is is not really smart home it's smart assistance mm. we, we roll into town and there's Google home ads everywhere yeah. Google assistant hey, there's Google one out hey, the front home. of the Westgate where we're staying which is so bright it literally lights up your room every night yeah. Yeah. it's yeah. crazy it's a huge outdoor imagine yeah. being on that side of the hotel so, we're oh, not even on that side of the hotel I know I mean basically if you walk into CES and just yell out hey Google yep. every appliance explodes like it would just be the biggest reaction on the someone planet. said to me yesterday um, the blackout was caused by someone saying hey Google turn the power off I love wow. that there was a problem with hey Google outside wasn't there when the rain hit yes yeah, so, so Google had this massive complex at oh, the sorry, front of CES yeah. and it caved in caved in it caved in they can't because of rain. rain don't do rain well that's it yeah Vegas doesn't do rain yeah. well, but everything here. We're in the car hall, mm. and there's Google Assistants at bloody Pioneer, at Kenwood. Yeah. There, yeah. You're going to see um, Google Assistant inside little badges 
just like you know the, the made for iPhone or the App Store ad, yeah. that little little mm. badge. That badge is going to become prolific. I think in, in three years yeah, from no, now, for sure. yeah, that App Store badge that we see is going to be replaced, a, a replaced or as prevalent mm. as the Google Assistant badge. Mm. No, no, I just think that that's going to be a big thing because everything from fridges to TVs and the integration is there. You know, Google's ten steps ahead, ten steps ahead of everyone else. Massive. I know Alexa's massive in America, yep. yeah, primarily for shopping purpose. Mm. Google's going more into the overall yeah. use of Google. Correct. And, and that's that's putting them way ahead of Apple. Yeah. But the, the downside is you get idiots who create toilets that you can say, hey, Google, flush the toilet. Yeah, exactly. Stupid. Let's go there. Yeah. Let's go there. So Kohler, K-O-H-L-E-R, yep. is a brand that many of us would actually see, we probably use when mm. we go to the bathroom. Mm. Um, they came in with a full smart bathroom mm. as, part of the C, as part of CES. Mm. And I thought, a bit kooky, but... Until you start to realize how their bathroom ecosystem works, you start to get it. So wake up in the morning, yep. walk, in, walk to the mirror. Yep. Hey Alexa, tell me about my day. Mm. Mirror starts talking back to you. Then, hey Alexa, run out of, I don't know, shampoo, put it on the shopping list, mm. does it. And then, hey Alexa, set the temperature in my shower to my desired temperature and start it. Mm. Starts up, you walk in, no touching handles, mm. nothing. Mm. And then yes, you can say, hey Alexa, flush the toilet and it will do that. But you can also say, warm up the toilet seat or start to blow hot air. This hot is air on your feet. On your feet. Yeah. So cold night, like walk in the bathroom barefoot, bit of hot air just blowing on you. Get a fucking mat. Some people don't like toilet People mats. have heated tiles. I don't have, have a toilet mat. Don't you? No, mate. Yeah, no. They, they're disgusting. You've got to wash them. And no, but it's filthy. Yeah, it is. You, it's you dirty. Do, you do your business in yeah, there. Exactly. What do you want this piece of material soaking well, up all that? Well, that's why you have tiles. They're non-porous. And, you know, you can yeah. clean them easily. Why would you... You, you don't have, you don't have, have carpet in bathrooms. Plus, I wear socks anyway. I'm rarely barefoot. Wow. Well, I'm rarely barefoot. Back on the car front, though. Yes. Uh, and talking about uh, personal assistance, Mercedes have a, a new infotainment system, MBUX, and they've introduced their own personal assistant, which they secretly are hoping will overtake Apple CarPlay what and idiots. Android stupid. Auto. They're, and they're you stupid. sum it up by simply going, hey, Mercedes. How could you, as a car company, say, we are going to do the tech part? Well, see, this is where I disagree. I think some of these, I think Apple CarPlay looks odd in prestige cars. Sometimes, as in Ferraris, which the, have the, them. The curtains needs to match the carpet sometimes in a high-end vehicle. Drapes. And graphically, the what? Carpet matches the drapes? I said curtains. Oh. Carpet matches the curtains. That's the fucking same. You can no, say it's drapes. drapes. It's the same thing as curtains, you Fuck with. Just saying. Honestly. We should get our sayings correct. Mate, you don't know who Aaron Brockovich is. You don't get a chance to correct people important, on fucking sayings. But that saying is... But what do you think about that? I mean, Carpet I, matches the curtains. The seas. The carpet matches the curtains. Drapes. Wow. So I, we don't I, say drapes in Australia. What do you call them? Fucking curtains! Oh, we did explain that. I'll tell you, it's been a big day. All right? <laughs> <laughs> it's been a big day, and you guys are just going all out about curtains. And you're bringing up a shitty Mercedes system, which it's doesn't have shitty. CarPlay. It's not shitty. I would not buy no, a No, it car. does have CarPlay. It does. Oh, it does. Actually, so they, they, just... they are maintaining it for now. Of course for now, because the customer yeah, wants but they, it. They, they are saying it will blow it out of the water. They're, they're crazy. How is it going to blow it out of the water? How is Apple going to go, no worries, Mercedes, we'll help you? No, no, see, what Mercedes is missing, if they haven't worked it out, is it's not the Apple CarPlay that's the good thing. It's the app integration. So yep. I can plug in and Spotify works. Yep. I can plug in and yep. you know uh, podcasts work. Everything just works. Yes, and it gets updated. Mm. If I buy Mercedes and... Spotify does something new no, for the car. This has when am the, I going to get This it? has over-the-air updates as well for the road system. Yeah, so, uh, 
I don't know. Time will tell. The consumer will judge. What have you got? So for me, it's go, I'll, I'll go quirky. You covered the smart home, which would have been my favourite thing from CES as well. But mm. we saw a machine that folds your laundry. No, what? It's a bullshit. It's it stupid. doesn't work. Hello. No, if you want your laundry folded, you take it out of the washing machine, you fucking throw it in a in a uh, canister, a, yeah. a hopper, right. and it just it comes out folded. Or get married. How amazing is that? That's what this thing does. You, take, you feed it. You no, it doesn't. You, you feed it. No, yeah, you have to. You, take, you oh, almost you, have to fold it up before he, you feed no, no, it. No, no, Here's no. a shirt. I'm going to lay you down, and two seconds later, you're going to be folded. You've got to do it for every no, single it takes, item. takes three minutes. Three minutes? Per shirt. Yeah, but it does. You feed it as much as you like. You feed it as much as you like, and then within three minutes, it appears folded underneath. But it's, mate. So you just got, feed it all, walk away, life's good, and... You come back and you pull the drawer out and it's all folded. It takes up a lot of space. Mind though. you, it doesn't do everything on the planet. So right. it does t-shirts, yeah. you know, pants, towels, or but it dresses. doesn't do doesn't do collared shirts, doesn't do dresses or bed sheets. You don't really undies? fold a dress, I guess. Um, no, I don't think it would do undies. No one folds undies. Oh, so, it'd uh, probably do you jockeys. fold undies, don't you? Uh, I don't. I don't do a lot of folding. Um, <laughs> but, He's uh, better half does. He's but just I, a misogynist. I, if, I, if I am going to fold, then yeah. yes, I fold underpants. Really? What, what do you do? Mean, roll just them. Throw up? them in the drawer. Just. <laughs> That's terrible. Mate, no one can observe what the you fact that socks? you're wearing do you roll underpants up? that aren't creased. I, mate, my, uh, unfortunately, I, I can't Unless convince my wife Vegas. not to worry about the fucking socks. Because, see, again, what? you've got, you you wear, I, I wear the same socks every day. I've mm. only got one pair of socks. You should wash it. No, but they're one, I've got multiple. One I've got style, 20, I've got 20 style. pairs of the exact same yeah, socks. So I'm just like, throw them all in yeah. the drawer. Yeah. And then I can just pick two out. Yeah. So what about the left and right? Oh, oh man! I don't think I can do this anymore. It's been it's been a long. <laughs> I don't week. think I can do this anymore. <laughs> Listen, really let, let me just play a transition. We're playing a transition. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it's been a hectic week. We've all been very busy. Just tired. We're all tired. We're emotional. Some of us have had infighting. No, <laughs> People threatening to leave. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Walkouts. Been walkouts. It's been full. I've got to say though, we've had a very good crew this year. We've recruited a few newbies. A few um, newbies to help us out. The, it's too much to cover. Jolly, who was the Australia's next text blogger, has really excelled. Yeah. You know what? I'm just going to say he has. Yeah. Absolutely. He's and published more articles than me. No, um, no. Let's 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 bring it another way. Yep. About three days into the show, yep. or into our trip, yep. he had officially published more articles than a full-time journo that we were once brought. Yes, that's a very very good, quickly. Yeah, I know. And I was very impressed by that. Yeah. No, he's done a great job. And look, he's been like a deer in the fucking headlights every day. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, you it's know, from arriving at LAX to going to Staples Center for the basketball hasn't been here before. Uh, you know, he's never been to America before. You know, it is. This is enormous uh, for yeah. some. And I, I like the idea of having, like, he's he was walking around Polaroid today, and he, he wrote an article today about Polaroid, and I, I probably probably wouldn't have stopped there. No, um, I brushed them. Because you kind of get into this mode mm. of, oh, I've seen that before, I've seen that before. But yeah. even though we might have written about it before, you've you've got to keep reminding people of these things. And yeah. so I think it's been quite refreshing. Yeah. Um, it's been a bunch of fun to have someone yeah. kind of on the inside from yeah. the outside. Um, and I, I think he's done a great job. Um, and I, I think, to be honest, I think he's been quite um, quite overwhelmed by the whole thing yeah. in, in, in a great way. Yeah. a really good way. We do become desensitised to some of the amazing Especially stuff. Especially travel. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Just travel in general. Travelling in general. Um, yeah. I'm over it. We, we rocked up really? to LA. I'm over it. I don't like travelling. I love travelling. Oh, so I'm over the whole plane experience. Tell you what though. Oh, don't bring that up. Love to travel. Yeah. Love it. My favourite thing is coming home. Yeah, yeah always. As much as I love to travel, when yeah. I see Sydney out that window, yeah. oh man, my heart sinks. You're a little bit homesick, eh? Not homesick. Still, no, no, no. Still call Australia it's just home. As much as I love to travel, there's nowhere else I'd rather live. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I love going. Well, let's I face it. This place is a hellhole. Oh, yeah. 
America in wow. general has Whoa. massive issues. Well, deep. Mm. You reckon it's a hellhole? Uh, it's a shithole. If you listen to Trump, <laughs> Trump would say what about everyone else has got a shithole. He should just come out and bagged every nation of the world. Yeah, he didn't. Australia. Not every nation. No, no. He said, he said Finland's yeah. okay. Yeah, Norway. No, Norway. Norway. Yeah. Well, before Norwegians. we start bagging uh, America, we're going to tell some tales of America. Uh, yeah. We should thank the good people at Huawei, who are also uh, great sponsors of the show. We, we've been using the Mate 10 while while we're here, taking good mm. photos. Um, with us. Yeah. You know what? The, it's interesting to me. The Mate 10 is an unbelievable. It's a big screen smartphone. We've been using the Pro. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's, there's billboards everywhere here because it's launching here in February. Yeah. Like, yeah. we got it months before America, which mm. is so weird. Yeah. Um, I went to the, the stand yesterday, and a couple of things that I probably didn't know, I was kind of talking to uh, Desiree was her name. Uh, lovely, you it's know. Nice name. Desiree. Well, I think it's hard. Name. Imagine being a, a, a booth attendant here, yeah. having to talk to random people about the product and know everything, right? Mm, yeah. She did an amazing job. And we're talking about the artificial intelligence, and I'm like, oh, I worry about AI as a feature. Like, yeah. what's, what's AI in a phone? But the whole idea is that within the Mate 10, you're able to, you, your phone is learning about you. So it learns mm. what apps you use at what time of the day. So, for example, it might learn that I always, as soon as I wake up in the morning, I'm looking at Twitter, mm. Facebook, Instagram, and email. Boom, 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 boom. And so what it does is it prioritizes the processes. So the brain of the computer to, to allocate more resources to those apps at that time of day. Mm. Does so it move the apps to be closer to you as well? So that it's on your home screen? <laughs> no, I don't think it does. No, Ooh, take note of that one, Huawei. That'd be a good idea. Okay, good, good work. Um, Words of wisdom, but, but it's those kind of smarts that come into it. And because of that, you get a little bit more efficiency. And they, sometimes they say day and a half battery, two days. But in the end, what you get is at a place like this, you get a full day battery because yeah. it knows because it's a big enough battery for, for two days if you weren't using it much. It's a big enough battery for a solid day. And then, as you said, the camera, unbelievable. Yeah. Like it's, it's a dual lens like a camera. It's a beautiful thing. Great product, available in Australia, uh, under $1,000, um, the Huawei Mate 10. Uh, check it out now. I think you'll find it at JB Hi-Fi. So, America. Yeah. America. They love their anthem. And I'll, I'm going to start with that. Oh, Fuck, I please. love watching them sing their anthem. Yeah. It's, the, it's the best thing. We, we saw it. We went to the Staples the Center Lakers again match, with yeah. thanks to Belkin to, for a Lakers match. And they had a guy sing the anthem. Yeah, it wasn't the best rendition, but it was so emotional. It was so emotive. Yeah. Yeah. The crowd uh, stands for it. Uh, yeah, they, 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 they they face the flag. They actually respect it. There's no There's Yahoo a, yelling out like no. it happens at sporting events in but Australia. It's, it's beautiful. Like yeah. I, I don't really know the words. No, but first time I'd seen some of the words because they had t- subtitles. They did actually. That's yeah. Yeah. I went, oh, that's, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good idea. But I actually love the fact that they play the anthem at every sporting event. Yeah. With us, it's only international games. Yeah. It should be done. Every damn day, because it's a good anthem. Our I anthem, love our our anthem. anthem struggles. No, no, I think it struggles. I love our no, anthem. It's Are not you crazy? emotive. It doesn't I've inspire got, me. I've got the Sydney Olympic version of our anthem. Oh well, that's the phone. best ever, Julie. Uh, Anth- Julie Anthony. Julie Anthony and, and, uh, Human, and Nature. Human Nature. Yeah, that was probably the best Both ever rendition. Human solid. Nature did our anthem. At the oh, Olympics. listen, they did an acapella version. I of it. I was young. Hey, I was young. Don't let me. You know, don't pull me up for not remembering who did the anthem. In two thousand, how old were you? I know Nikki Webster was the girl who. Oh, you know that. How old were you? For the Sydney Olympics. That was 17 years ago. 31 minus your 17. You can add, you can do it the other way around, mate. You can work it when you were born and add He's it. He's actually using a, a calculator. calculator. I was 14, boys. Yeah, but okay. that, that Sorry if I don't remember who sung the anthem should be vivid. when I was 14. I was 20. Anyway, yeah, right. Um, but aside from all that. Yeah, so... There's, there's a few a, issues. There's a few issues. Yeah, now, I, few I, issues. A, that was the only thing that we can say positive? Yeah. I, wow. I, may, I may revisit my article from last year because I did... I think I wrote it, but... Mm. 
I'm going to start with the petrol stations again. Here we go. Mm. It's fucking annoying. Stand by. You got to pull up at the petrol station. <laughs> you can't if you're a tourist. You can't put a credit card in because it doesn't work. You got to put a zip code, and yep. the, you know the zip codes never work. So because you, you got to prepay for petrol. The, What's the, the zip pump, code for? What? What's the zip code for? Because with a credit card, you put in a credit card. You got to put in a zip code. That's how they know that it's it's. it's What's the, the zip code for? I don't fucking know, mate. You mean your PIN code? No, your zip code. It's a postcode. It's equivalent well, of a postcode. I know what a zip code is, but why is it relevant to petrol? It's relevant to credit card, the address of the credit card. Yeah. I've never had to That's use it. linked. Have you ever gone to a petrol station and put a fucking credit card in? But is that the only time where you need to use a zip code at a, pe- at a survey? <laughs> oh, that's the truth. It's not relevant. Keep no, This whole fucking conversation's not relevant if you just let me get onto the problem. <laughs> yeah, right. Go on. Go on. Which is having to prepay for petrol. Yeah. Now, the, the system for a tourist is awful because yeah. you have because you can't use your card. You have to go into a, a, a store. So, first time we filled up the we filling up the Merc last night. Mm. I go in. I go, mate. Can I just unlock pump one? And they, they they think it's just standard, so they don't really talk to you. I'm like, there you go. And mm. I give him the card, and he goes, how much? And I went, I don't know. How much is a tank of petrol? And he goes, yeah. what? I went, how much is a tank of gas? He goes, he looked at me, and I went, is fifty dollars enough? I go, 50, yeah, 50, so put weird. 50. So I put the card in, $50, and I said, mate, so do I have to come back in mm. when I'm finished? And he goes, no, it gets, the refund comes. I'm like, oh, they, re- they refund it yeah, automatically. They, they do, exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. They so you go back in. It's, yeah. it's, it's open like a, transaction. It's like a ho- yeah, hotel exactly authorization. Right, yeah. They authorize it for 50 bucks, yeah. and then they debit you the 34 that you spent, mm. right? Yeah. Oh, that's not that bad then. You would just yeah, say, you just mate, go 100. You've got to go into the store. For no, no, a tourist, no. it's shit. At least you don't have to go back twice, because you're going to go in anyway to pay. But the Bowser itself. You're going, hang on. In Australia, you have to walk into the store, don't you? Yeah. You're yeah. just doing this first. But most actually, of the you know time... What? It's the other way around. Most yeah, of the time... But okay, the good thing is the Bowser actually clicks in and stays there in the car. That it's never works in Australia. does yeah. my local server. What? My local server. Oh, really? Element. Yeah. Uh, so hang on. Got, I, what service station now that I know that they no, automatically... How many times do you buy petrol and not buy a drink? Especially when you're a tourist in America. Do you have to buy no, that no, afterwards? No, answer my fucking question. I never buy a drink. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I haven't bought a thing here. Like, everything's been paid for. My, my bank would think I'm dead. <laughs> Seriously. Where's Bodog? Well, <laughs> He's off grid. I've always got to go back in because I'm always getting a Coke or a drink okay, or something so yeah. like that, right? I didn't so know that. That doesn't work. You can't do so that. So you're saying at the start, you can't buy that bottle of water? No. Why? Because it, you can't. You just can't. You're unlocking for the petrol. It's a different thing. I think it's a should. stupid, stupid system. You know who pulled that up? Um, Jeremy Clarkson. Yeah, on, yeah I, I, mate, too. I was he watching the Grand Tour and I went, oh, fuck yeah, Jeremy started clapping agrees with me. Woo! Yeah. Woo! But aside from that, Jeff, we have uh, had to overcome a few hurdles here. We went shopping, but yeah. We went shopping. To we Walmart. Went to Walmart, which is the greatest store on the planet. Institution. Good place to see people walk around with guns or buy a gun. Yeah. And uh, we were just buying some food and some supplies. Yeah. And we wanted to get a small case of beer, 12 bottles. 12 bottles, not even a 24-pack. I don't pack. know why that case is so small. Anyway, oh, no. yeah. So 12 bottles is yeah. their case here. Yeah. And um, we thought something to wind down with at the end of the day, yeah. pumping out content for Australia. Yeah. And um, we get to the checkout, yeah. you know, scanning through the donuts, yeah. the chips, yeah. the chocolate. Yeah, M&M's. And then it gets to the case of beer. Mm. And the woman was like we pointed a gun at her. It was like it was uranium. Arms, arms in the air. Yeah. Literally, arms in the air saying, I can't do this. Yeah. And I thought, is she okay? Yeah. So she said, I need to call my manager. Yeah. So, well, okay, why? I'll tell you why. And she goes, I'm not allowed to scan it. I said, why? Mm. She said, I'm too young. Yep. So a checkout chick, she was 18 or something. So you have to be 21 over here to sell alcohol. She said, I can't sell this to you. Mm. I'm like, you just have to scan it. And this, this is not an odd concept. Like in Australia, if you're under 18, you couldn't sell alcohol. That's why at Audi, they have a dedicated aisle if you want to buy the alcohol because the person on that aisle is obviously over 18. Of course you can't sell someone alcohol, alcohol if you're 16. 
Yeah, you can't even sell tobacco what about if you're his under confused 18. Face? Yeah. Hang on, what? Have you, you ever see seen an under 18 year old in liquor land? Or? I don't know, I've never paid attention actually. Hang but on, so can an under 18 checkout person sell cigarettes? No, that's why they have the front desk. How about that? Yeah. Jeez, you learn a new thing every day. I don't, I don't ask so age. The, I'm anyway, just saying so this is not an odd concept, but the next layer of this story is odd. Yeah, right. She was it? able to sell you a gun. And she was able to buy a gun. She actually said to us, <laughs> she said, look, this is basically fucked up because yeah. I can buy a gun here and wear it. Yeah. In the store. But I can't sell you a While she's on duty. But I can't see the beer. Or touch it. Well, you know what? I was more outraged by this because I thought in Australia we didn't have this problem about... <laughs> being able to sell alcohol. So you were outraged about the first problem. Yeah, I didn't care about the gun part. Right, okay. It's, it is odd, Trevor. I mean, we were walking around with a couple of bikes here on you, as we mentioned, Jolly, and there was a guy with his kids who had, was wearing a sidearm, clearly yeah. had a pistol on his hip. Exercising with his, his kids. I mean, right. what on earth is he... What does he need that for? Well, if you um, go to the shopping centre and you find out that they've sold out of Cocoa Bobs, people get outraged. <laughs> they might start... You know what? Popping off. That, that's why guns should never be legal like that in Australia, because I'd be yeah. just fucking shooting people. You'd be in I get trouble. so angry yeah, I know, about yeah, shit. Yeah, I, know, yeah. Yeah. I get so you'd, angry you'd when there's You'd feel stuff. invincible and just go, up. you're dead. Oh, I don't think I'd go that far. But I'd, I'd <laughs> well, be, what's the gun for? I'd be going, well, right, shoot through the get out the back <laughs> and check the storeroom for Cocoa Pops. Yeah, you'd be pretty serious. You'd be like, you check that item. And you find it. Honestly, we're in a town that had the worst, you know, mass shooting only a couple of months ago. Yeah. Everything is wrong. It's just wrong. Well, let's talk it about security, there's right? There's signs at the front of the casino saying, please do not bring your weapon in. Last night... Is that? Yes. You guys won't remember this. I took a photo of it on social media. You guys won't remember this. We went to a nightclub last night. Did we? Yeah. And oh, to, get in, my to get into the nightclub, right, we walked up and we said, we're here with yeah. Ruslan Kogan. We went as a guest to Ruslan who was having a party to celebrate 2017 and a big 2018 coming up. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Okay, so thanks very much. He looked at the thing, let us through. Then we went to a scam. We had to take everything out of our pockets. Yeah. And and she, she said, you still got a wallet? Oh, shit, sorry, I didn't realise. You know, so everything out of your pockets. Yeah, yeah. She, she confiscated Bowen's She Bowen's took my eye drops. In the desert, it's very dry. I get dry eyes yeah, all probably, the time. She probably would have assumed right. it was drugs. Mess. Right, so, uh-huh. so that's gone. Mm. Um, Full scan, like, um, you know, with the hand scanner yeah. thing. Mm. Then we go to a next level, and there's another bloke, and yeah. then another... Like, it was four the layers of security, Two right? stamps. It was, a, it was a pretty exclusive nightclub, to be clear. Yeah. Where, Very the, exclusive. Okay. Called Excess. Yeah. Great. But, and, and, you know, so there's two reasons for that mm. security there. First one, mm. that they want to exclude as much drugs and, 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 you know, other things that they can. Yeah. Secondly, da- dangerous situations. They yeah. clearly don't want anyone with, with weapons and things, right? Mm. Mm. So, so there's, there was a security and, and a drug reason to have that screening. We are at the biggest show in Las Vegas. <laughs> oh, yeah. There are 185,000 people here. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's a potentially large target. Yeah. Let's just let's just be honest in the current world, right? Absolutely. Yeah. We, we walk here. through. I've got a backpack. I walk up to the the check-in, the, the, the security. There's someone there checking bags. I take the bag off my shoulder, begin to unzip. They go, no, nah, you're all right, mate. Yeah. Yeah, you're all right, mate. Second day here. I, I, I've already unpacked everything here, but I've still got one bag at the hotel because it was the awards. I didn't need to unpack that. That's right. Second day, it's a roller bag, like a proper travel bag. Mm. Decent luggage. Rolling along, mm. go to the check-in. Mm. I, I go to, I go to, I push down the handle and lift it up. Mm. Nah, mate, you're all right. Yeah, it's a big. They, they're doing a lot of. Could are you kidding me? Yeah, they, they're doing a well, lot he, unfortunately, Jeff gets profiled. He gets pulled up Sometimes. every time. I look at him and go, "Look, it's your nose." He's I don't know what it is. It's, if I don't shave for two days, that's it. Yeah, you're straight in. The, 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 the main entry to the central hall has metal detectors like you'd have at an airport. But on the right-hand side, they're on the left-hand side. You can on the right-hand side, there's an open door. Yeah, you can actually walk so around So you the metal can literally detectors. avoid the metal detectors. <laughs> Listen, I don't want to break it to you. You can walk from the street up this laneway. <laughs> I know. And as long as you've got a path, 
you can walk in. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So there's no there's no security check. And I don't want to even get even harder on this here, but these passes that we've got, yes. they're made of paper. <laughs> yes. You could photocopy them Anyone could and have one. print yeah. them and just get a lanyard because we're, yeah. we're wearing our own lanyards and there's no actual scanning of the passes. It's like over here, it's just jobs for everyone. There's a lot of security. <laughs> there is a lot of security. They're, well, they're I'm just, here, they're not just doing, doing the right thing. thing. At 2 a.m. in the morning, yeah. right here in our studio, yeah. there's a security guard there, yep. there. There's four pointing security out, guards. Pointing out yeah. three-meter increments. There, there's, there's security guards... <laughs> Four security guards yeah. within 25 metres. Yeah. Which in some ways was a good thing. Mm. Love it. Because... Jovial people. At a certain point in the evening this week, yes, we yes. needed them. Yeah, there was high drama. We actually needed security yeah. to save a man. We and man emergency now. services. So yeah. uh, one of our one of our boys uh, yeah. stepped on a screw. One of our boys. One of our boys <laughs> stepped on a screw yeah. and came in limping. Yeah. We go, what's going on with you, buddy? Yeah, so there was this screw which was facing upwards. It had a flat head and... Uh, Looked rough. It had a thread on it. And it trod on it. The, so the first call I got was, shoe. mate, I can't get in. How do mm. I get in? Mm. When I'm uh, send Flipsy up because there's no, the, yep. the doors are one way. Mm. And then the, and then he called again, and I literally went, oh, fuck, come on, Jolly, where? Like, yeah. he's, he's just just go to the door. He'll be there. Yeah. Yeah. And and the call, he, he's a very uh, not a, not, he, like I would have freaked out. I would have literally screamed, mm. blue murder. I would have been medivaced. Yeah. Back to I would have waited where oh, I was. Yeah. Anyway, so Jolly's got, mate, I've stepped on a screw. <laughs> I don't know how deep it is. I don't know how bad it is. I don't know. And I'm like, you've stepped on a, I've stepped on a screw. <laughs> so I've gone, oh, okay. So we've got him just slightly Shouldn't inside lie. the doors mm. and had a look. And it, there's a fucking screw in his shoe. Yeah, it was mm. well in there. Mm. And, you know, he hasn't stepped. He's been on his heel ever since. Mm. He doesn't know how deep it is. It hurts. Mm. We put it up. We, we lay him down, um, uh, a foot up on a chair. Yeah. We asked him if we could video it. He said he was vulnerable. We didn't. <laughs> yeah, he said I'm quite vulnerable. <laughs> then, then we laughed a bit and we started videoing. Yeah. And then um, uh, security rock up. Yeah, Thank and we're you. like, can you get an ambulance? So who do we call? What do we do? And there's a you know, guy, this is the best part of the whole story, actually. What was the code? The, the guy, he goes, mate, how old are you? He goes, 36. Mate, I've got a... Uh, WMA. WMA. White male uh, adult. White male adult, 36, what? 210. And I've just gone, oh, they've profiled him here. They've gone, he's 210 pounds. He's white. However, why does, why does the skin colour matter? So they can What was the white type? You? I don't know. Well, you? I hope they haven't got a triage system. I mean, surely they're, not, okay. a trip. surely they're not doing that. Anyway, so the security guard is caught. He's, so he tells us he's looking for a paramedic on site. And he tells us there's paramedics on site and they're on their way. <laughs> then another security guard comes. The paramedics the are, now, best one. are now in, in view. We can see them walking down the corridor <laughs> with a fucking, you know. With, um, the, with the full bed. The full bed. What are they called? Stretch Journey. Stretch bed, rosary yeah, beads, yeah, ready to go. Second security guard arrives, takes his little pocket torch out, little mag light. <laughs> that is the best. So goes to Jolly and says, mate, chew on this. I'll fucking pull it out. <laughs> <laughs> As a joke. Yeah. As a but joke. But it was so good. But it was so good. And so then the, then the fireys come. Mm. And, mate, they were amazed. I've got to be honest. It was awesome. It was yeah. great to watch. It would have been yeah. four or five of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they've they've got his details. They've yeah. they've they've some questions. And they've basically just gone whoosh gun, pulled it out. Yeah. Um, of his shoe. Yeah, of his, of his shoe. shoe. <laughs> Taking the shoe off and then rolled up his sock. And I'm videoing the rolling up. Very sock. gently. Let's see it. Roll Let's see it. Sock, it was a black sock, so there was no evidence and of blood. My video literally ends at the point you see a dot on his foot because I go, oh, there's fucking no blood. <laughs> mosquito bite. I, when, yeah. when I when I shave sometimes, I, I give a little I, nick. I cut myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It happens. That's the that's I've seen more blood when I've shaven. Yeah, no. No, to be honest though, at two, it did at look two brutal. Two ten pounds when you stand on a on a. It'll on give a you screw, a fright. What's two ten pounds in kilos? About oh, one hundred and thirty. Is he one hundred and thirty? He'd be one hundred and twenty. He's a big bloke. He's quite tall. Don't know. He's well proportioned. Yeah. But anyway, poor bugger. We've um we've been giving him shit about it ever since. Yeah. But that's that's what happens. And the, the security guard absolutely gave it to him. He said, "Well, we'll give you a purple heart after that effort." <laughs> 
going to be a big year for Alcatel in 2018. They've announced, uh, and they've announced but haven't shown, but uh, we'll see them in Mobile World Congress in Barcelona in six weeks from now. Mm. Uh, 18 by 9 screen phones. So 18 by 9 is the screen dimension. It's the ratio. Um, old school TVs were 4 by 3. Um, modern widescreen TVs are 16 by 9. And, and these modern widescreen phones, your Samsung Galaxy S8, your LG G6, your, your iPhones, with this really tall screen are 18 by 9 at the very least. So Alcatel have announced they are going to have 18 by 9 screens across their entire range. Now Alcatel is the, the company that has phones from $99 up to $300. So to say that in 2018 we're going to have 18 by 9 screens on a $99 phone is phenomenal. Mm. Alcatel is owned by TCL and here's how they've done it. TCL yeah. makes screens. Mm. So they've done it, obviously within their parent company, they've done a deal to guarantee supply of those 18 by 9 screens so they can monitor it, they can they can plan it and they're going to have $99 18 by 9 phones in 2018. Um, we'll have details of that at EFTM.com shortly and we'll see them in Barcelona in six weeks from now. EFTM. This is the EFTM Podcast with Trevor Long, Chris Bowen and Jeff Quattromani. Boys, massive week. Um, pretty happy with the way we've gone this week. Uh, Jeff, you've worked your ass off. Bowen, you've worked. Um, More than last year too. Mate, well I was, done, mate. I was on the current affair nationally. That's the equivalent of 30 stories. No, there's no My job here is done. There's no equivalence. We've hit, we've hit every medium, though. We went, we broadcasted out to Asia Pacific on TV. Yep. We did national TV on multiple channels. Yep. And radio everywhere, yep. even Lismore, which was a lot of I think, fun. So what was there? Uh, Jeff's going to do the count, I'm sure, of all the articles. But TV-wise... I've written did, 20. Uh, have you? Yeah. Well done. Mate, I've yeah, only written like four, so it's fine. We, yeah, oh, no, we, you've really let it, the, the yeah. side so down, Bowen, Bowen, you had a current affair. You had uh, Channel News Asia and Channel 7. I had a current affair on two Today Show. So and we've smashed the yeah. mainstream media. 2ST Nara. 2ST Nara. Straight but I did a, oh, I can't even You've count, had a countless amount countless of radio. radio. Mm. And, I, um, I did a bit. Prolific. It's fun. Heap of stories about diverse uh, diverse companies, not just one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Imagine, imagine coming to CS and just writing about one company. Imagine doing that. Yeah. I'm not getting involved with the politics. I don't well, understand okay. it. Look, I don't know each the people their involved. Own. We, we come to CES to cover all of CES. Yep, and we, we aren't here just to pick and choose. We nailed it. Well done, boys. Um, have a have a have a great last day at the show. We'll pack up shortly. Um, we'll have some uh, relax. We won't have fun. We'll just relax for the next couple of days before we drive back to LA. Uh, let's get, get on, on the, the drink again. Bring it on. Yeah, I'm ready for another. Okay, let's do it. Love you. Thank you. EFTM. This is the EFTM podcast. With Trevor Long, Chris Bowen, and Jeff Contramani. EFTM.